Welcome into your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Before we get to your Weather Command forecast, a few messages from the National Weather Service to pass along. First off, a heat advisory is in effect from now until 9 p.m. on Tuesday. This is for all of north-central Montana, stretching from Glacier County, east to Phillips County, and south to Judith Basin and Fergus Counties. Expect high temperatures as high as 105. Hot temperatures may cause heat illnesses to occur. Drink plenty of fluids, stay in an air-conditioned room, stay out of the sun, and check up on relatives and neighbors. Young children and pets should not be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances. Once again, that heat advisory is until 9 p.m. on Tuesday. The second announcement from the National Weather Service is a red flag warning in effect until 9 p.m. this evening. This is for the same counties, stretching from Glacier East to Phillips and South to Fergus and Judith Basin. Critical fire weather conditions are expected. Strong winds combined with low relative humidity and near-record warm temperatures can contribute to extreme fire behavior. For the rest of your Monday, mostly cloudy, highs 95 to 100, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 60 to 65, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tuesday, partly cloudy in the morning, then clearing, highs 95 to 100, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tuesday night, partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain showers after midnight, low 60 to 65, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, highs 90 to 95, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Wednesday night and Thursday, partly cloudy, lows 55 to 60, highs 85 to 90. Thursday night, partly cloudy, 20% chance of thunderstorms, lows 55 to 60. Friday through Saturday, mostly clear, highs 85 to 95, lows 55 to 60. Saturday night and Sunday, mostly clear, lows around 55, highs 85 to 90. The annual back-to-school bash that provides Haver children in need with supplies every August is set for this Saturday at Pepin Park. Event Chair Christy Edmonds says due to COVID-19, there will be several changes this year. They'll show up to their specific time. There'll be signs and various caution tapes around that kind of shows them what direction to go and they'll start at the registration table and then you'll get your backpack and then you'll go from there and you'll get your shoes. Due to COVID-19 there will not be haircuts, a carnival, or lunch at this year's event. There will be snow cones and a prize table. To apply to receive supplies call the Salvation Army at 265-6411. Make sure to have the following information on hand. Identification, social security numbers, and proof of both residency and income. Lieutenant Governor Mike Cooney, Democratic candidate for governor, spent part of his Friday on the campaign trail in Haver at a fundraiser at Triple Dog Brewing. Cooney spoke to new media broadcasters and responded to attacks levied by his opponent, Republican Congressman Greg Gianforte, who stumped in Haver last month. Gianforte said that some of the directives and other actions taken by the Bullock administration over the last few months have created an economic pandemic in Montana. We've been focusing, number one, on science, and we've been focusing on medical advice, and we've been making sure we're focusing to make sure Montanans are safe and healthy as we can possibly keep them. Also, making sure that our economy it remains healthy. Stay tuned to new media broadcasters for more election updates. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is seeking public comment on ice fishing contests proposed for the 2020-2021 season. Participants must comply with state fishing regulations, including daily and possession limits. 
Local proposed contests include the Arctic Games Fishing Tournament on January 30th at Fresno Reservoir, the 48 Hours of Fort Peck event scheduled to begin on January 23rd, the Chinook Rod and Gun Club Ice Fishing Derby on February 6th at Dry Fork Reservoir, the Hell Creek Marina Tournament on February 6th at Hell Creek Bay, and the Ice Classic Fishing Tournament on January 23rd at Nelson Reservoir. All comments must be received by September 14th. Comments may be emailed to fwpfish at mt.gov. A man convicted of methamphetamine distribution is facing a revocation of his suspended sentence in U.S. District Court in Great Falls. Adrian Frank Nault, 38, pled guilty to conspiracy to possess with intent to distribute controlled substance in 2012 and was sentenced to 108 months custody, followed by 48 months supervised release. Court documents state that Nault distributed between 350 and 500 grams of methamphetamine in Hill and Shoto counties. Nault admitted to violating his release by consuming alcohol, missing required urinalysis tests, and by using methamphetamine. Judge John Johnston is recommending that Nault spend five months incarcerated, followed by 37 months of supervised Supervised release. Nault has the right to appeal. Turning to state news, the Montana Human Rights Bureau says the Yellowstone County Health Insurance Plan discriminates against transgender employees because it excludes coverage for surgery, hormone treatment, and counseling for people diagnosed with gender dysphoria. A hearing officer found transgender status is included under the prohibition against sex discrimination in the Montana Human Rights Act. There will be a damages hearing on Tuesday for former senior deputy county attorney Eleanor Maloney. During that hearing, the Human Rights Bureau can determine if the county's insurance program must pay for Maloney's treatment or if the exclusion needs to be struck from the county's insurance plan. Democratic gubernatorial candidate Mike Cooney raised over $720,000 in the last two months, bringing his fundraising total to $1.8 million. The reporting period from June 15th through August 15th was the first after Montana's June 2nd primary election. His Republican opponent, U.S. Representative Greg Gianforte, has yet to release his fundraising totals for the recent reporting period. The reports aren't due until Thursday. Gianforte, a former technology entrepreneur, had already given $1.5 million to his campaign as of June. He contributed more than $6 million to his previous gubernatorial campaign in 2016, which he lost to Governor Steve Bullock. The Montana Health Department decided to withdraw a proposed rule that would ban flavored vaping products in the state. The decision came Friday after 13 state senators and seven representatives, all Republicans, signed letters last month opposing the rule and stating that the health department does not have the authority to implement such a ban. Montana law dictates that a poll of the entire legislature is required when 20 or more legislators object to a proposed administrative rule. Department of Public Health and Human Services Director Sheila Hogan said the decision to poll the legislature revealed that additional education and collaboration is necessary to protect Montana's young people. Turning to regional news, a senior administration official says President Donald Trump intends to withdraw the nomination of William Perry Penley to head the Bureau of Land Management. The news was cheered by conservationists who insisted the longtime advocate of selling federal lands should not be overseeing them. Penley is a former oil industry and property rights attorney from Wyoming who has been leading the Bureau of Land Management for more than a year under a series of temporary orders from Interior Secretary David Bernhardt. Democrats alleged the temporary orders were an attempt to skirt the nomination process, and Montana Governor Steve Bullock and conservation groups have filed lawsuits to have him removed from office.
North Dakota health officials have reported 123 new cases of COVID-19 amid an uptick in new cases in the state. Over the past two weeks, the rolling average number of daily new cases has increased by 20, an increase of about 16 percent. Active cases remained high for the state, with the Department of Health reporting that 1,162 people have active infections but 55 people are currently hospitalized statewide. During the pandemic, 8,444 people have tested positive for the coronavirus in North Dakota. About 85% of them have recovered, but 121 have died. The Department of Health reported no new deaths on Saturday. Six-year-old Rosie Tapia was abducted through a window of her family's Salt Lake City home in August 1995. She was later found sexually assaulted and drowned in a canal, a murder that's never been solved. On the 25th anniversary of the girl's death, her family and members of the Utah Cold Case Coalition came together to announce a new initiative in her honor, the Rose Tapia Identification Project. The coalition's forensic DNA laboratory will offer free DNA testing and genetic genealogy to identify unidentified bodies found in Utah, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat is $3.82. Spring wheat is $4.31. For Blaine County, winter wheat is $3.72. Spring wheat is $4.26. For Liberty County, winter wheat is $3.87. Spring wheat is $4.31. For Shoto County, winter wheat is $3.82. Spring wheat is $4.31. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is 367. Spring wheat is 421. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. Willie George Cruz, 90, passed away on August 11th at Sweet Memorial Nursing Home in Chinook. A graveside service will be held Wednesday, August 19th, 11 a.m. at the Cooper Memorial Cemetery in Chinook. And that does it for your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Monday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.